So for years, I've worked at a job that I absolutely hated that sucked the life out of me. And I put on a lot of weight during those years. But all I'm doing is sitting on my butt in an office all day selling insurance. I'm still drinking beer. I'm still living typical Jordan life. And then she looks at me without skipping a beat and says, oh, that's because you're not eating your feelings anymore. She got you while my mouth is full <laughs> eating my feelings right now. She, she, <laughs> oh, buddy, I, I, I know that my cholesterol speaks the same way. I don't show it in my gut. Well, maybe some, but just not as predominant as others. That's a real thing, huh? In your yeah, old man. age, you got to watch what you eat now. Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Uh, back in 2020, we reviewed a little movie called Extraction that, you know, it was during the beginning of COVID. We had to review movies from home. I never thought in a million years we'd be doing Extraction 2. But here we are. Eric, how the hell are you doing? What did we, what did we give Extraction 1 or just Extraction? Small. What did we review? Did we both give it small? Do you have the I don't have the, up, the logs. Uh, no, I could. I didn't do it. I apologize. But I give it a small. You probably gave it a medium because you're generous. Yeah, a little bit. But maybe, I don't know, that movie was um, something. I, I feel like I should go back and listen. I don't want to, but uh, here we are again. Extraction 2, a movie that I was not looking forward to watching because of the first one and how, I don't know, uh, how would you describe the first one? Like, Action porn, yeah, just kind of simple and how how I don't know ordinary it was, right? It didn't do anything. It was just it was just a stupid action movie with Chris Hemsworth right after what Infinity War. Yeah, it's his attempt at trying to, I guess, break out of the superhero genre. But didn't he do another one where he was a hacker? Hold on, let me let me get that movie. Oh, Eric, that's hilarious. I started tracking. Brother. I, I started tracking our bags, no bags, um, at the end of 20 going into 21. <laughs> so I, yeah. Spiderhead? Is that what that movie is? Are you kidding me? That's Where a that's... He played that with Miles Teller. He plays the hacker. Yeah. Okay. Chris so Hemsworth with glasses. I thought that was Ghostbusters remake. What's that? Chris Hemsworth with glasses. Oh, yeah. I guess <laughs> those yeah. are fake glasses, though. These are real glasses. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, you, to be honest with you, uh, I don't think I'm going to get much chance to say my piece on Chris Hemsworth. So I, I guess if, if you don't mind, it's going to be short. Um, I, I get the appeal that he's a good-looking dude. But other than that, I don't think he's a great actor. He does great for Thor, right? He's, he, he's kind of like Schwarzenegger to me where he plays his strengths. And but when he goes away from his strengths, it, he's bad. Um, he made one out of four good Thor movies, and he's kind of a throwaway character in the in the team movies, right? With the Avengers, he's not really that important. Well, he falls under the the classic Hollywood curse of being too attractive. There's there's this thing where in the world of pop culture. There's a scale, and I forgot what it's called. There was a psychology to it of attractiveness. And there's a part where if you become too good looking, then people put you on such a higher part 
that you can't really get out of that. And so your range is always going to be limited to that bubble of attractiveness that you are a part of. So if Chris Hemsworth were to try his damnedest to be serious in a movie or try to play something else, he would still try to compete with the obstacle that he is an everyman when he's clearly not. He, he is very attractive. So it's hard for him to be a believable, you know, next door neighbor type. Oh, I'm just me. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just a high school teacher or something like that. And so it's like, no, no, you're not, buddy. You're like, look at you. You know, of course you're, you're, you're something else. So he's, he's typecasted into, into that of what he can do. And one thing well, he can do very well is obviously play the ex military Marine seal beret, special black op covert, Double star equal uh, um, three in the in the night uh, soldier. Okay, so the problem I have with that is I'm going to argue that I think Brad Pitt is probably like here we are two straight dudes talking about attractive men, but I mean Brad Pitt. I mean, geez, like that guy goes and does Fight Club and does amazing at it. But this, but Chris Hemsworth has fallen to the same world as John Cena, just these stupid male machismo marine movies and. I mean, like, Commando's fun, if you want to talk about, like, Schwarzenegger kind of stuff. But I'm just waiting for his Predator. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, how Schwarzenegger was, it's, you know what I mean? These, these type of actors, just like you said, John Cena, Chris Hemsworth, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Hulk Hogan even. You know, like, all these, uh, The Rock, yeah. they're limited in what they can do. Dave Batista, either they can do the tough action, the hulking, intimidating guy, or they can be the funny goof. They can be the, the, the silly person, like that we saw okay. in Endgame with Fat Thor, you know, or The Rock in, I don't know, whatever he's trying to do, Jumanji. And, uh, you know, but everything else is, is they, these are characters. They play better yeah. characters because they can't do every man. They can't. Yeah, they can't. They can't. And it's very hard to believe. Because remember, um, now I didn't go back and listen to our review, but I remember there's sometimes I remember things and I remember that you and I were complaining that we read that they were going to make a sequel in our review. And we were wondering how he did not break movie guys, podcast rules. There was a body. There was a death. He got shot in the neck and he fell off the pier and we saw his body sink. That's the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. There was a body. There was a death. They're like, there's going to be a sequel. How? That's an open ending, though, Jordan. When you have a body just sinking, there's it's not put to rest. It's not recovered. So it's open. All yeah, right. I know it's a, it's a dumb rule, but I guess see that yeah, under, right. you know, subsection B, article, you know, four, uh, <laughs> whatever the uh, the movie guys, you know, bylaws are. So like, this is so so this is a sequel that we did not want. Uh, this is a sequel that we got. Uh, this movie, though, I, I will give this movie a lot of a lot of praise. Um, I was not bored. Uh, I would tell you exactly how it went down. And this is probably what a lot of people who are not a fan of the first one are thinking when they go to Netflix. All right, let's watch it. Click. You know, like that was my attitude going into this, Eric. Like, all right, let's see what we got. That's exactly me. Yeah, I just, okay, you know, and then the pr I'm, I'm jumping the gun, but I want to talk about it in detail. But the moment where I turned and I was like, oh, uh, was the train scene? Oh yeah, buddy. Yeah, there is the the, the 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 train. The prison scene was cool, but the train scene, I was like, oh oh 
oh, there's something here. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're, still, oh, they're still going. <laughs> they're still going. Yeah, so um, educate me because I did not go back and watch the uh, the first one again, and your memory is better than me. So Chris Hemsworth, at the end of the first movie, the beginning of this movie, gets shot in the neck, falls over a pier. He, of course, doesn't drown somehow, and he floats to the shoreline. I bet the dudes in the submarine find the Titanic, wish that happened to them instead of you know being crushed. Oh, joke. Um, so he gets rescued, of course, right? Because it's basically how Avatar 2 ended as well, too, right? Right, right. Um, when he got found, right, uh, it brought me back to Punisher. I was waiting for a black guy with a beard to, like, nurse him back to health. And then, like, when he comes back from health, he would say, it's not vengeance, it's punishment. Because that's yeah. what he's I mean, obviously, that's what he's playing, right? Kind of. I'm, I'm trying to, to actually get a... to see if um, the end of extraction explains it all how it is ending it all but uh, no he's shot in the neck he shot in the neck and he falls over I mean, he's shot in the neck man he's shot in the neck he's shot <laughs> falls into the river uh and the team escaped to safety eight months later uh the other guy oh Khan, is that the uh is that the dude the main dude no, or the, the brother dude? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, so the, Chris Hemsworth plays Tyler Rake in, in this and uh, he's teamed up uh, with a uh, very well to do brother and sister combo. Right. Uh, who were who was the son of an Indian drug lord? Is that what it is? Yeah. So were they in the first one? This brother and sister? Yes, they were in the first one. Were was she the person that he was extracting in the first one? Uh no, that was oh boy. We, we don't need See to go back and explain this first yeah, one here. I'm just... <laughs> no, they were extracting. It was it was the the one person they were extracting was a kid, the son of the incarcerated Indian drug lord. Okay. He sneaks out of the house to, to visit a club at his friends at the party. They go to a garage to have a smoke. They encounter corrupt officers, and then they're kidnapped. Okay. Never mind. I don't. I don't want to read any more okay. of this. I don't. Want... So. And the, and this one, it's. He's retired. Tyler Reggie is Chris Hemsworth, that is, after the events of Extraction 1. And as he's recovering and uh, said to retire, again, from Nikki, Nick Khan and Yaz Khan, are the, the, yeah, the brother and sister, uh, who are his partners. Um, okay. Yeah, they're, they're chilling. And then nine months later, was it? Idris Alba comes in, and he's like, yeah. well, I guess what? My boss hired me. It's actually your ex-wife. You want to hear what she says. And hires Tyler to go extract his ex-sister-in-law and ex-niece and nephew from a Georgian prison, right, where a drug lord is being held. Where he's holding his family a la Soprano style. Um, By the way... So he gets rescued, Chris Hemsworth, in the beginning, and he gets sent to Dubai. That is the greatest hospital I want to be helped in. It's United Arab Emirates, right? It looks great. Like, dude, oh, I mean, like that thing was legit. Probably the top of the world right there. I, I, I liked it. I was like, dude, get hurt in Dubai. Um, yeah, billion-dollar hotel uh, hospital. Just Did you – did you see outside his hospital room view? It was like this skyscraper, like beautiful scenery. I'm just like, oh my god! 
and then they and then they take him to Austria, and he is fi- uh, ice fishing. He has a dog. This is a man and his dog drinking some Verners. You know, just enjoying retirement. And just then Idris Elba, the yeah. you know, chopping wood and just being manly, going to the market, watching TV, getting chickens as pets. I'm assuming because we see them chilling on the couch. Uh, Idris Elba shows up. You know, he's like the guy in between the guy who, you know, does does the mission stuff. Like, hey, you have a mission because my boss says he's Bosley. He's Bosley. Why is why is Idris Elba not in this movie anymore after that scene? Like, you would hey, this is like a reunite, right? From Marvel, you would think that they would be back. They're not. Like Idris Elba's gone, and yeah, he has to extract this bad guy, right? Okay, so. I think I kind of lied to you, Eric. So I said where I turned on a good note was the train scene. But what caught my attention was, so this bad guy has a brother. And the brother is a bad guy, too. So the bad guy brother is in jail. Bad bros. Right? uh, Is in jail with his, was prison with his wife to keep his family safe. So the other brother is on the outside. And this politician or a mayor or somebody shows up at the dude's house and he makes a comment right off the back. He shakes his hand. Hey, welcome. You know, and then he's like, yeah, it's a sad day. We had to put down a put down a cow or something. Sick bull or something. Yeah, put down a sick bull. And the guy's like, "Okay, that's weird. That sucks. You know, And they start talking. And then he says that line again when he realized he couldn't get his brother out. And the guy's like, what? Stabs him through the throat with the freaking pickaxe dude that was legit or whatever that was like that was awesome that was gruesome death there yeah i loved the grave it grave already buried for him and everything already dug uh fun fact the director of the movie was the grave digger oh nice yeah uh same same writers and directors huh the russo brothers uh andy parks and uh directed by sam hargrave what did you think of the introduction of this bad guy brother? Somebody wrote on Reddit, this is a very good John Wick villain. Oh, sure. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a good villain. You know, it's, it's two twin brothers, drug lords. I, I, I get it. Uh, I'm with it. They're, they're, they're mean. They're angry. They have a lot of control. They're power hungry. Sure. It's, Do you? You know, I, I've seen better and I've seen worse. But do you wish, though, that the main brother that we follow she would have like a Bondian – what do you mean by that Bondian people is James Bond's stereotype? Would he have like a Bondian bad guy thing like webbed hands or like he can't feel pain or – I mean like that's where this movie's going towards, right? This villain has to do something. But no, he's just a normal dude that has a brother. Um, and then like dude, so this is a complaint. So the movie moves quick, which is great, so kind of contradicting, but – it goes from he gets shot in the neck to nine months of being recouped to however long in Austria to saying, no, I'm not going to do a job. Then Idris Elba shows up and then he says, yep, and he's automatically in the country of Georgia. Got a ready montage. To, right. Uh, oh, God. Straight out of Rocky Four. Got a montage. He put rocks in the, in the sled love, and he moved I, it. I loved it. He's back to normal. He's back. Yeah, back to normal. Get the boots on. Let's go. Passport ready. Where's Georgia at? Isn't it uh, kind of like Russia or Ukraine? Kind of. It's a small state. 
I made a joke. Well, because I uh, made a joke to my wife, and she gave me the look of divorce kind of look, you know, where I looked at her because it said Georgia, right, as the title card stuff, the title stuff. And I was like, huh, I wonder if they're close to Atlanta. And she... <laughs> That's, I'm sure you're not the, the first or the last to make that joke there. Here you go. It's, uh, <laughs> South Russia by the Black Sea. So is it, okay, so Georgia's, okay, so is Georgia a city or is Georgia a country? It's a country. It is just a small country, okay, by Russia. All right. That's kind of interesting to have Russians as the like bad a, guy, right? Borders like uh, Turkey, Armenia, Azerbaijan. Hmm. Um, so we go to this prison to break out this wife, uh, her daughter, and her douchebag son that should have died in this movie. Man, yeah. I hated this, that kid. I, I, I don't like, I mean... I guess I understand it, but at the same part, the the kid like this, I yeah, I'm I'm kind of bothered by it. It's like, well, then why did you leave in the first place? Then you're bothered. You're saying it nice, dude. The kid, the the teenage boy is in prison because his dad makes him be there. He is awake pretending to sleep and hearing his dad verbally threaten his wife and hit his wife. And he still is all about, I love dad, and I want to be a part of this terrorist group. Like, bull crap. Yeah. Like, I, don't I, well, give me that. Yeah. There's the thing is that, like, I'm, I'm trying to believe that this kid has been brainwashed to the part where he wants to be a man. You know, he's he thinks that he's soft, that he is weak, and in order to become strong like his dad, he's, I guess, got to be exposed to prison life and hitting women well i was just waiting for somebody to give him a bear then he takes venom yeah there we go um for those of you for those of you who are listening they get that joke we are friends um but then chris hemsworth comes and you know saves the day essentially but we get the fight with the prison dad and my wife is kind of in and out of this, right? Because she's watching it with me. She's not interested, right? She's on her phone mostly. But the moment of the movie that caught her attention is when Chris Hemsworth is fighting with a brother in the basement of this prison. And he takes his hands and he splits his hand like right down the center. And my wife goes, oh, you can do that? And I was like, yeah, bud. That's pretty cool. <laughs> like, that was cool, right? Um, this fight sequence is great. It, it's fun. It's stupid. It's nonsense burning him on the boiler or whatever come on it was it was nonsense um and then okay so tell me if you agree with me so then after they fight and kill the brother or is it before they have to go through the courtyard was it after they killed the brother that they that was a, the that was a, after so that was after because the extraction went as the movie is for, for named he's going in there to to get yeah, his his niece, nephew, and ex sister in law out out of this prison. So he he goes in there and everything's going okay until a prisoner sees them and then sounds their prisoner alarm and whatever the hell, right? Uh, and so he's able to Chris Hemsworth that is to go through, make it to a point, right? Uh, fighting a lot of people in like enclosed rooms and. There was a lot of cool fights that he was doing, you know, because he didn't want to yeah. shoot the gun because right. for, for reasons. Right. Um, 
which was which was great. Obviously, gun noise has no effect. No. In in this shooting a gun next to somebody's ear, in a in a room in a stone prison like that is just a okay. You can, yeah, it's fine. You can just get up and walk away from that one. Absolutely. Anyway, for them to oh he then he finally ditches the kids right then the Nick Khan and Yaz Khan the brother and sister his team partners in this were able to get the kids and get them extracted but he couldn't extract the mom right because of the of the husband is that what it was and then they killed him and right then, then they went to the courtyard but uh, the courtyard was already in riot mode and then this is yeah. kind of where the movie picks up. Yeah, the movie starts picking up. I was wondering, I was looking up and I couldn't find it, but I was wondering if this was the same courtyard as they filmed Stranger Things 4 in because it looked kind of familiar. Russian prison, you know. Again, blah, blah. A, a lot of these things are, are kind of familiar, whether it be another Russian prison scene fighting up or, you know what I'm seeing a lot of, that, that hand split that you were talking about. Yeah. I've been seeing that in a lot of movies that we've been reviewing lately. I um Trying to That's the thing. Of a, yeah, it's it seems to be coming a popular thing now because it looks extremely painful, it's gruesome. Yeah, and the brother who takes the hand splint, he takes it like a champ. I would not be taking it like that. If Chris Hemsworth split my hand down to my wrist, I'm just I'm I'm throwing up on myself. Oh, you know, Chris like Hemsworth I'm freaking take, out. Taking a beating during all this too, he gets stabbed in like the lower abdomen, I think, right there. He gets right? stabbed or, everywhere. Yeah, jeez, and, and oh, jeez, yeah. and he just recovered. Get hit in the back of the head with like a brick or right. something, like. Oh, but this, but jeez, and he gets up like I. That would be. Oh my god, that would be. Oh, it's, it's, it's a concussion. It's terrible. Like it was, it was so funny to me to like. Oh my god, this guy just spent how many months recouping and now he's getting stabbed. So like, okay, we killed the brothers. So now the only way um, we can escape is to go through this prison riot courtyard. And it's just brutal fighting, constant nonsense. He even like one time he pulls a grenade out and he says, pull the pin. And he just throws oh, yeah, his grenade. That was pretty cool. Like that there would do anybody in like, okay, I'm done. Right. You know, and then they finally escape, and then we get what I said at the beginning of the episode here, is they get on this – well, first of all, they go through this forest where they have motorcycles uh, shooting up their Humvees with bulletproof glass. That sequence was cool. I mean, it was it was very, very cool action. There was, there uh, was a, a lot, and it was all supposed kind of a one-take shot thing, even though there was obviously many parts where they could cut. Yeah, it was not one take. It was not one take, but it was done in the style that this was all in one sequence. It was the continuous sequence of a, of a shot, yeah. and I thought that was uh, very good. It was. Yeah. I, I I was I even said out loud like if where the hell was this in the first movie? Like this was. Is this, this a was, different director this though? Was great. This is the same, same people. So why does this look like a completely different movie then? Is it because the director has more? Rain? Are we guessing? Does he have more free will to do what he wants to do? I don't know. Maybe, maybe just as a director, they saw what they did in the first one, and maybe the first one was successful, and so they got a little bit more to play with in the second one, and they were able to just kind of um, do this. You know, have a bigger budget, they have a bigger because this is obviously this sequence is going to take a lot of special effects, a lot of planning, oh, yeah. a lot of rehearsing, a lot of choreography, 
a lot of explosions, a lot of takes. Uh, in yeah, so a lot of that. Oh, here we go. According to the Sam, to the director, the 20-minute single takes action sequence took four to five months to rehearse and 29 days to shoot. Yeah, 29 days to shoot wasn't one take. Oh, right, but it's a single take action sequence. Right. Mm. Then their then their trucks get blown up. They run through this uh, steel mill and they get on the train. And this was cool. I mean, like, you're right. They kept on coming. The bad guys did. I mean, like, they were fighting on the train. We got, what, two, three helicopters? That girl, the sister, Boy. got wrecked in the, in, the, in, the, in, in the front of the train, right? Stabbed and shot. Did it? Did it? Boy, she kicked ass. Oh, my God. Like, somebody got shot in the hand. I think she got shot in the hand, I think. Or maybe it was Chris later. But somebody got shot through the hand. And just went ow and continued to fight. Like I was like, geez, Hemsworth there when he was hanging off of a building. Oh yeah, that was later, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that was later. So, just a fun action sequence. Um, I, I I would say this. So, can I share a really short story? No, you can't, Jordan. Thank you. Yes, of course you can. Go ahead. It was 2006, and I was a sophomore in film school, and we liked to go to the theaters uh, on Tuesdays because it was cheap. And uh, we would go to the theaters, and we would spend all day at the theater. And what we would do was we would buy one ticket, me and a group of film students. We would buy one ticket in the morning, and then we would be there until they closed, just constantly going in and out of theaters. Eventually, they caught on. But these two movies that I saw back-to-back was No Country for Old Men, Mm and Casino Royale. All right. In that order. And I was never a Bond fan until 2006. Oh, it was a good movie. And I've seen, like, GoldenEye. I've seen Tomorrow Never Dies, Rolls Not Enough. Like, I've seen the uh, the Pierce Brosnan movies, but I wasn't a fan. And I watched Casino Royale. And I was with a bunch of film geeks. And they were all going crazy over that parkour opening of Casino Royale. Sure. Big scene. And one of the guys, I uh, won't say his last name, but I'll say his first name, Marcus, he, he, he nudges me and he goes, this is how you shoot freaking action. He said the other F word. Um, and the whole point of me telling the story is that when he said this is how you shoot freaking action, I started to watch more and I started to enjoy what I was seeing. This Now, I've seen a lot of movies in between, so this statement could be a little crazy, but in my recent memory – this is how you shoot action with this train sequence like this. Like if you're going to make a stupid action movie, this is, this is it. Like this train sequence is cut beautifully. It's choreographed. Great. Uh, You wonder if one of the siblings is going to bite it because clearly one of them's going to bite it. Right. I mean, Oh God. Called that the beginning of the movie. Right. So it's like, Oh, this is great. And then they all escape. Right. We get on a plane and the jerk teenage uh, brother, uh, the, well, yeah, the brother of the sister. So the the the, the jerk teenage son uh, sees Chris Hemsworth's phone, steals the phone, and calls his uncle to tell them where they're at. You and almost it's got like, that right. Yeah, he, he it was Yaz's uh, phone, which I, I don't understand that. Which is, if it's someone like Yaz, like that's obviously a phone that you you were using. You're not just gonna like get up and walk away and be like, "Oh, well, I guess I lost my phone." Are you serious? Like, what what person wouldn't be like, "All right, who has my phone? Where's my phone?" How would yeah. the kid know the password? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of 
uh, a lot of questions about about that where I just been, what the hell, you know? Tell yeah. me this: Does this guy have like? Oh, I I have five phones for every just like for every bitch. There's a no, dude. Like you you have a phone obviously with like a like a big battery pack and a satellite antenna on it, on a smartphone, uh, buddy. Like you're not yeah. you just leave that unlocked unintended to go get this guy some what uh, a banana and a water like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and what they what what they go back to Dubai or they go back to Austria? They go to some place. It with the doesn't matter. They go to Fantasyland. This this movie, as far as the story goes, is horrendous, Jordan. I think we all oh, we, we all can agree yeah. there. Like the way that it just moves, Deus Ex Machina's every uh, you know so often here. Helicopters. How many of these damn helicopters does this guy have? Like this this is a now a threat, right? Like this guy is yeah. going with military helicopters and blowing up like apartment buildings. You're telling me this isn't going to make the news? Like there isn't like some casual like civilian who's, you know, ah, who's just going to run away in some news van. It's just going to be like, you know, hey, uh, by the way, um, like six police officers died today. We're responding to uh, a heist or we don't know what actually. They just came. A bunch of machine guns got shut off. Helicopters came and then everyone left. Channel 5 News, coming back to you later. Six. How about 16? Because uh, to live to the scene, the teenage son calls the uncle. The uncle comes to this tall skyscraper that everybody's at and does, a, like, drops some kids off to the pool and then rides a helicopter up and just completely, like, destroys, like, the 30th floor of Nakatomi Plaza, yeah. right? And, and like... All the civilians just go away. Like, there's no civilians, right? Like, Batman, Superman style, right? Just gone. And, yeah, there's, like, all these cops that show up. And we got these dudes, like, this heavy Kevlar with these massive machine guns and just destroy all these cops. Like, it was brutal. It was completely brutal. Yeah. And then this is the scene that we're talking about where, where Chris Hemsworth is just fighting dudes the plot doesn't make sense. And then he finally is on like this slope, all glass patio, if you will, kind of like part of the roof. And he's fighting with the main bad dude. And the uh, sister falls off. So he's holding her to, uh, Chris Kremsler is holding her, right, to keep her safe. And then he, bad dude shoots Chris Hemsworth through the head. And he just goes, ow. Yeah. Like, come on, Eric. Yeah. Come on. It, it, yeah, a lot of part. And oh, this is after Chris Hemsworth throws her, or before he throws her. He throws her through a glass partition. Yeah, he throws her after his he puts a hand through a uh, hole through his hand. That yeah, was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this thing was just like, yeah, trust me. I was just like, oh god. Uh, I was surprised that uh, the brother died after being shot like once or twice. Just like, come on, man. Like, I, I thought everyone is, can get shot five times in this movie without. Right. Had to be an issue, but whatever. He had his death scene and uh, said, "I like this guy." By the way, he was in um, that movie um, Mosul. 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 Oh, damn it! What's uh, the brother in the beginning? The prison or the the this dude? The this dude, the guy with the Valentino the shirt. Dude. Yeah. Well, that's the end of the movie. Were we there yet? We're not talking about that. No, I'm just talking about the actor that I, he was in this okay. other action movie called, uh, which is. Better than I think than this one. If everyone likes that kind of that gun porn type of movie, um, he's in another movie like that that I think is clearly better. But um, why we're why we're talking, and I don't want to get to the ending yet. But why we're talking, 
I don't feel like we're dogging on this as much as Avatar 2. Why is this different than Avatar 2? Like, I mean, we were dogging on Avatar 2. Well, here's the thing is that this had a 22-minute, 21-minute, like, straight, steady action sequence that was awesome. And I was really enjoying that. The rest of the movie really was just more the same as the first movie. And uh, I think the reason why we're not dogging on this is because, first off, the thing was, uh, this movie's an hour and a half less. A full hour and a half. You could watch Extraction 1 and 2 in the time you could watch uh, Avatar 2. Okay. Okay, so we're dogging Avatar 2 on length, but then we come to that argument of film and movie. Is Avatar film in this movie? No, Avatar is... I don't know what the hell it is. It's garbage. But here's the thing: is that Avatar two had had some awesome action sequences in it, and if you know we have something here, if we could get a little bit of both, if from like what Avatar two that that sequence that that effect that you know what I'm you know what I mean in the uh, Avatar two like the water sequence when they were uh, did the full on fight. Um, I think that was fantastic. James Cameron, the way he does 3D without glasses, I see what he's trying to do. That effect is awesome. If we can get that in a full 20-minute sequence, like in Extraction 3, I'm on board. That right there is, is going to be awesome for me. If um, But here's the thing, is that this is going on the trend where uh, we've been reviewing movies lately where story be damned. It doesn't matter if it's good or makes sense or anything, as long as look pretty, me buy. That's it. Well, that movie yeah. just has to look cool and look pretty. That's what I kind of feel like Mario was, right? Uh, kind of the same realm. That's it exactly was, what Mario was. Yeah, it was pretty, but it was stupid. Um, so speaking of stupid, we get this Nakatomi Plaza fight sequence, and then we have to get the down period before we get the big end, right? And this is where you find the BS, where I didn't look it up. So I'm trying to figure this out. This backstory of Chris Hemsworth leaving a child with cancer is not in the first movie, is it? Like, I, it's not. I didn't think they, they hinted much other than he had a troubled past, as they often do. Right. This is BS, and this makes me turn on Chris Hemsworth. Like, so the backstory is he extracts his, like you said, his sister-in-law, his ex-sister-in-law, because he married her sister, and him and uh, the sister divorced because their, I don't know, five-year-old son was dying of cancer, and instead of staying there by his son's bedside, who was on his last breath, he decides to go do a tour of Afghanistan. Like, this guy's a jerk. This guy's a piece of crap. Hold on a second. Um, I'm reading. How did this end? Is that, yeah, the fight and the thing, and then the bad guy, the brother, was like, I'm never going to stop. He gets shot. Uh, they, they take the helicopter. They fly away. Oh, and then they have this heart-to-heart, right? Yeah. Right. And they're, they're at, like, the, the, the cabin, at Tyler's cabin, and he's apologized to, to everybody for his ex-wife. Okay. Uh, Tell me that this does not make Chris Hemsworth's character a douchebag. Like, this guy's a jerk. I don't care about him in Extraction 3. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to go into Extraction 3 for the action porn. Because as a character, this guy's terrible. Oh, I know. This happens 
They in go the to the, the, the. I'm sorry. They go to the, the 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 cabin, and then the brother calls Tyler, saying that he has the kid right, and he's like, "Meet me at the church." Right. Meet me at the church. Jeez, I almost forgot about this whole sequence. I almost forgot about this whole sequence. This whole church. Sequence. At the end. Yeah. You know, also ended in a church. That was a good action movie. Skyfall. I'll say that I feel like I've seen this before, right? Didn't Last yeah. Action Hero do something like this? Yeah, and in a church. So uh, tell me though, right? Because I'm kind of feel like I'm left hanging before we get to the ending. Do you feel that this backstory of Chris Hemsworth oh. leaving his cancer child is a douche move? Sorry, but I was uh, reading ahead. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a loose, excuse. loose my ass. It's a douche move. Your child is dying of cancer. And he has days to live. I mean, Chris Hemsworth said he was dying. Oh, gee. He, well, yeah, then. Yeah. And the I mean, Chris, yeah, Chris Hemsworth says the movie's like, oh, he's dying. But I couldn't handle watching him die. So I went on a tour to Afghanistan. Man, screw you. Like, I don't care about this guy at this moment. As a parent myself, like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. So anything that he does after this point. I don't care about. I'm saying the reason I'm critiquing this, the reason why I'm harping on this, Eric, is because that's something that you cut. Yeah, you can cut that up because I, here's the other thing too, is that this guy is supposed to have a heart. We're supposed to feel for him when his body count in this movie is real high, worse than uh, worse than Roadhouse, I would say. You know, this guy is killing people left and yeah. right. You know, and it's just like, just like Dominic Toretto talking nice. about family. It's just like, buddy, you have killed, you have ruined so many families with your actions. Uh, side note, I thought of you today because I saw a thing on Google. The top, I think it was Watch Mojo, maybe. The top 10 times that Dominic Toretto is superhuman. Man, I tell you, he is, he defies everything. And that's what we watch. He does. So then we get to the movie with the church, right? Where, where Chris Hemsworth, who I cannot stand by anymore, goes to face the main bad guy. Main bad guy's men gets destroyed by Chris Hemsworth because, you know, he's Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, main bad guy puts a suicide vest on teenage son. And I was like, blow him up. This kid sucks. Um, and then bad guy and Chris Hemsworth have themselves a knife fight, right? Um, and then that's when the bad guy's just getting wrecked and he's laying on his back and Chris Hemsworth's laying on his back and he's like, I'm never going to stop. And Chris Hemsworth just goes, poop, right in the head. At this moment in time during the struggle, I, I guess I blinked or I peed because his partner, sister person gets shot and dies too. Partner, sister, person, right? You're talking about how yeah, the brother, sister, partners. Oh yes, he because died, the brother gets the brother. The, the brother died as they uh, were. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He dies on Octavia Plaza. She dies too, doesn't she? No, she does not. Because okay, she I, gets, I get maybe she I gets. Uh, I guess she gets Hemsworth. Hemsworth, I guess if you want to say that, or she gets you know, stabbed, stabbed, Curse? shot, beaten, whatever. But she's still good. Give her. a Give her a band, give her a butterfly band aid type of thing, and in an orange jumper. I think she got captured, right? Um, yeah. Uh, let me let me read this. I think she, Nick and Tyler, there it is, are imprisoned. 
uh, and the tellers informed uh, that the lady and her children have been moved to protective custody, but their assets have been frozen. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, Tyler, so I guess that must have paid. Tyler tells the, her to give them $1 million cash, which he had hidden under the third floor floorboard back at the fireplace at his cabin. She tells Tyler that their son died with good memories of him and bids Tyler farewell for good. Until Extraction 3 comes out in three years. Yeah, Eric, dude, like, I remember watching this because uh, I remember remember my old bar in my old house that I had? Mm-hmm. I watched the first one in my old bar with all the lights off. The, the, the last time I have a memory of doing that is when we reviewed the house that Jack built. Ooh, what a movie. Whew. And I'm just like, so that, that kind of brings back memories, you know? And I was like, there's no way they're making a sequel. And they are, and they're making a the third movie. But I had fun. So I guess we'll get into our popcorn ratings. Um, I'll go first. It's, it's, it's not a no bag. Do I insult it? It was stupid, fun action. Would I go back? No. So because I will not go back to watch scenes on YouTube, it's a small. It's fine. Uh, it's stupid action porn. Chris Hemsworth is bad. I don't like how they make his character say, hey, guess what, son? You're dying of cancer. See you later. I'm going to kill me some Afghanis here. Uh, yeah, just story was bad, Eric. I agree with you, but the action was fun. Can't give it a medium, though. So, yeah, small for me. So uh, what is your popcorn range for attraction? I to? probably would agree. And the reason why is because I think this movie has a pretty bad branding issue. When I say that, I mean, like, when I say John Wick, mm-hmm. you you know very much the whole the whole deal of everything, right? Yeah. Whereas in this one, it's it's a movie name. This is the Extraction, just like the Expendables. You know, it's it's uh, the movie is the is the character, not the person. I don't know Chris Hemsworth. I had trouble remembering his name. Tyler Rake. He, he's not like a Jack Reacher or a Jack Ryan or a another Jack that we haven't talked about. It's just another guy with a gun going through the thing. Clear room. You squad flank left. Just another another movie uh, with some characters in it. So it doesn't seem to stand out. This movie had the great camera work in it, which was wonderful. But excuse me, after that, it's kind of turned back into the same the same first movie. Uh, I don't know if they're trying to make this, I don't know, character a bit more stand out and make it like this is a Chris Hemsworth vehicle and we're going to get more Tyler Rake movies, maybe a series, or if he's his own thing. But um, maybe something with the... I'm more interested in the brother and sister. You know, if you were to, like, uh, uh, do, like, a young version or a prequel of, of all these people meeting at, you know, wherever they were meeting at, like, okay, well, that makes sense. That would be kind of a, a fun thing to watch. But now you're world building. Um, and that's more that we have right now because all we have is just these two movies that don't really give us a whole lot other than what we already learned with him leaving the cancer and stuff. I don't know. It just, you know, it's like, okay. It feels like you're watching the movie and just like get, get to the stop talking and get to the part with the guns. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, woman comes in. She's crying about something. Son, you weren't there. I, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. 
Go shoot the thing. Yeah, that's all you're waiting for. Fast forward through it. And so it declines the quality of any story that I want to give it. So it's a small, you know, I'm not going to yeah. watch this movie again. I'm not going to, I might watch a 20 minute sequence again, but as of right now, I'm not really excited to watch it. But for the record though, you and I both say that this is better than the first one. I like this one better than the first one. Again, yeah. this was a thrill ride, man. And I had a good time during that, that first half of the movie. I just like you, I was hesitant to watch this movie and it just started to get, okay, okay. Okay, I'm watching it. Okay, I'm in it now. Let's go. Yeah, just kind of, you know, like kind of riding a scooter at the beach. You know, you're not, you, don't, you don't want it to at first, and all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, you know what? I'm actually kind of having a good time. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I think I got it. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good, because I can imagine myself saying that. I don't want to. Gina, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's ex- funny. That's what I think this movie Good. is, and yeah, this is great. I mean, I would watch the third one. Well, I mean, yeah, we're gonna review it if it comes out. Yeah. So, it, like, what is the? But what does that mean, Jordan? Like, we're we're like, man, you know, we 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 finished the movie. I don't, you know, it's. It's like uh, it's not like I don't have a good feeling. I don't have a bad feeling, but it's just like I don't know. Was I it, mean, was it time wasted? What is this feeling that I'm feeling? Um, I think you're feeling. You know what? Towards the end of the year last year, uh, late fall, early winter, you and I watched two movies that destroyed me, which was Halloween Ends and uh, Clerks Three. Yeah. Um, this kind of feels like a Clerks Three Halloween Ends one, where it's like. What I mean by no, that is there's that... not much shame in this one like those movies did. All right, fair. Or enough. or regret. Um, yeah. I, mean, I was trying to think like, like, I don't want to see another Clerks again. I may not want to see another Kevin Smith movie again. And you god darn well know I'm I'm not interested in seeing another Halloween movie again. So it's like, is that where this is? You know, you know what this is? Those two movies destroyed me. Songbird pissed me off. It's somewhere in between. It's somewhere where my life is destroyed and pissed off. <laughs> How about that? Sure it's, sure. it's somewhere in there. You know what I somewhere I think it is as now I'm thinking about it, and as you had said that, I think it's kind of like a fast and furious effect right here. Where Ooh. I'm kind of waiting for extraction to make the next step. This movie is taking itself seriously. These characters are being genuine in that they can do this stuff because they are professionals. They are not superheroes. This is real, right? Where in Fast and Furious, there was an element too. There was a point of realism where they are doing this. They can do this because they're good at what they do. Now we're at a point where this is just holy shit. This is, you know, just make-believe fantasy land. Is Extraction 3 going to jump the shark? Is it going to kind of stay in this this realistic thing and try to be in the realm of it even though it's completely not obviously it's just uh you know doing whatever it needs to do and because it is is it going to double down and go exaggerated and go crazy loony cartoony uh yes if this was released in theaters but since both movies are a netflix exclusive no they're not going to put that much into it maybe my feeling is just kind of like this this 
I don't know, hesitation, this apprehension, just this, I don't know, abated breath as to being like, well, all right, well, let's see what you got, extraction. But I'm, I'm, maybe I'm not impressed yet. I'm still interested, right? But I'm, I'm not sold. Right. Yeah. It's, it's new territory. You want to explore. It's your second year of college. You don't know yet. <laughs> That's a good one. You know, uh, you'll find out when, when it comes around again, what you really are all about. Yeah. So, yeah, I think yeah. That's, I think we, I think we got it there. Yeah. So what we know, what you're all about is downloading movie guys podcast, right? So check us out on Spotify and iHeartRadio, on Amazon music, on Samsung TV, Wherever you get your podcast from, we are on. Check us out at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Eric, thank you so much for joining me this week. And we'll be back next Thursday for an awesome episode. Do, 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 I'm noticing since I'm getting almost 40 and I'm at that, you know, whitey tidy phase that I need shoes with high arches, not flats. So I bought these things because they were $20. These Adidas Crocs Mm -hmm. because they were $20 even on Amazon. I'm just like, dude, this is, I love me Adidas. I love the Germans, you know, whoop, whoop. And, uh, um, I was like, you know, gotta get them on bud. And I wore these things to the local minor league baseball game on sunday in public mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and people were like staring because they were like dude that guy that guy knows what he's doing absolutely I mean, like, that guy's got to be confident to wear that tell me that you don't like these how embarrassed of me would you be if i drive up to detroit wearing these and i walk around the city with you buddy that is not the worst thing that could be seen in the city of detroit i'm just saying would i embarrass you no of course not because it's ridiculous that would be the most jordan thing to wear would be that why are these the most jordan things to wear i want to know this uh because it's a fusion of nostalgia and new age it's it's a retro flashback, flashback, but for today's era. So you want a pair of them? I don't know of those. If they were like some Birdman's, some Croc Birdman's, maybe some number uh, one Stunna's, maybe. The thing, these aren't Crocs. These are Adidas clogs. How can you? Uh, there, the uh, the foam air clog. How can you? How can you make an Air Force One a slip on? Do it. I mean, they did it with Adidas, clearly. <laughs> I mean, what would you even, yeah, uh, call something like that? Just, yeah. yeah.